Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 367. I'm Kelly Roach, and you are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio, the podcast for achievers, believers, dreamers, and doers who want to build a profitable, sustainable business around a life of purpose, fulfillment, freedom, and family. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to have our special guest of the day today, Molly Schoenfeld with us. Molly, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I am thrilled that you could carve out some time to be here with me and my listeners today. So I'm going to give them a little bit of your backstory and background, and then I'll have you fill in the gaps. So Molly is the president of SWPR Shop, a boutique entertainment and lifestyle public relations firm that she formed in 2008. With over 15 years experience in the industry, she specializes in entertainment talent as well as luxury lifestyle brands. The same year that she started her business, she launched her lifestyle blog called This Yuppie Life, which has given her a unique perspective on the influencer space. I can't wait to talk about that. She got her start in public relations at the powerhouse entertainment firm, PMK BNC, where she helped develop publicity campaigns for A-list talent producers and directors. She also served on the Sundance Film Festival team, overseeing day-to-day schedules of their slate of films during the run of the festival, and so much more. Um, Molly, so you are helping um, celebrities, luxury brands, hotels, all these great businesses around the world to get the media coverage and the positioning that they want and need. And so I know that myself, and all of our listeners have so much to learn from you. Um, just to start, is there anything else just really key that you want to make sure our listeners know about you out of the gate? Oh my gosh, you you covered so much. I mean, I think that prior to PR, I actually worked for um, several producers, one who won an Oscar the year that I worked for him. So I think that um, starting out in PR with that perspective was um, a little bit unique from a lot of people that start right out of college. So so yeah, I think um, you, you pretty much covered it all. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you have accomplished a lot. And, you know, I think to the vast majority of business owners, the PR world is like a bit of a mystery, right? Like, I think we all kind of get podcasting and all of that. My parents still have no idea what I do for a living. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right? So what I'm hoping that you can do is, on one hand, um, give us a little bit of a mindset tutorial on kind of what matters most and and how people think when they're booking business owners for for publicity and media coverage and, and what we need to be thinking about. And then maybe on the flip side, we can talk a little bit about tactics. So how does the media world actually work? What do we need to know about that, Molly? Oh my gosh. Well, as my stepdad told me from a very young age, it is all who you know. And so publicity and just getting media in general, it really does come down to relationships, which I think is why it's so important to have a publicist on your team because, you know, as a business owner, it's just so hard to do all of the things that you have to do in order to run a business. I mean, obviously I know because I'm also a business owner. Um, In addition to maintaining the relationships and all of the research that goes into just cultivating, um, you know, those relationships and people in the space that you are in. And so I I think it really does just, it starts there. um, And it's a very small industry 
industry. I mean, media, it's like the people that I knew 10 years ago are, are most of them are still uh, journalists and they've moved from magazine to magazine or they're now working online or, you know, whatever it is. And so um, you really just, you have to establish these relationships with people so that you will get an answer on, on, on your pitch. And I think that that is sort of the thing that, um, you know, people don't really understand with, with publicists and what our job actually entails. And it really is in many ways sales Mm -hmm. and it is, you know, sitting in front of a computer and coming up with creative angles on your business and really like researching. Okay. So I now work with tons of freelance writers because magazines can't afford to have full staffs in the way that they used to. So it's, I mean, going to the newsstand and pulling magazines and looking online and seeing like, okay, who are these writers that have written about the types of businesses that I'm trying to pitch and, um, you know, really crafting um, personal emails to every single person and saying, you know, hey, like I saw this article and I wanted to tell you a little bit about my business. And so there's just there's a lot of time and effort that goes into reaching out to the media. Um, But at the end of the day, the biggest thing that I see or the biggest mistake that I see business owners make is not allowing enough um, of their budget to go towards marketing and PR. And so what they end up with is an amazing product that nobody knows about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the thing. It's like, you really, you, you have to, um, you have to get the word out there, um, or nobody's going to know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, we, we talk about sales and marketing being the lifeblood every single episode for sure. So couldn't agree more. So let's talk a little bit. So you said it's all about the relationship. So let's mm-hmm. say we have business owners today that are listening to the show. They have a team. Um, they, they feel that they, um, could dedicate some bandwidth to pursuing media. Um, mm-hmm. they have no idea what they're doing. So they're going to come to you for consulting, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> to get help figuring out what they're supposed to do. Um, but, but what are some of the things that you're going to first tell them. I mean, it, you said it's about relationships. So if someone's um, working to try and get media and they initially don't have a relationship um, and and they want to make this an ongoing part of their business, number one, how many people do you feel they need to truly be working at pursuing relationships with to get media consistently, like television placements or whatever the case? Um, how much time should someone be investing in that? How many outreach messages or emails need to be going a week? Like, what does that look like? Okay. Well, I mean, there's no, there's no true formula, but I will say this. If you're a business owner and you are looking to start establishing relationships, the best advice I can give is to go back to what I just said is to start with freelance writers Mm -hmm. because the, um, the benefit to that is that they're, they're working with multiple publications typically. And so you're going to be able to pitch one person and sort of have an in with more than one magazine than if you just, you know, go to say the editor of like, let's just take Los Angeles magazine, for example. So rather than going to an editor at Los Angeles magazine, you want to start looking at the articles that have been written. And I mean, a simple Google search will show you, I mean, you can go to lamag.com and like, look at the articles and see who the writers are. And so many of these freelancers have their own websites and it's very easy to contact 
contact them. Um, and, and so I would definitely start there. If you're a, if you are a brick and mortar business, like if you have a store, like a boutique or something like that, and you do an event, that's really your opportunity to start inviting some of these people and getting FaceTime with them. Um, so I feel like that's the first step. The second, the second thing, and this actually kind of goes hand in hand with the first is that you really need to, um, decide kind of what are your, what are your top goals for, for press? So, you know, what's your, your big get list? This is something that I always ask new clients. So, you know, if you're a designer, an interior designer, for example, and you, you have a new project out, it's like, what would make your heart sing to see, you know, your, your, um, your beautiful spread? Like, would it be architectural digest? Would you be happy with something online like a Rue magazine or a Domino magazine? Um, because I think it's important that even if you have a publicist, you really know where you're going and what your ultimate get is. So you start by creating, you know, a media list and say like, gosh, like it would be my absolute dream to be in these 10 publications. And then you you kind of work backwards from there. Um, but I would say, you know, it, it takes a lot of pitching and sometimes you get lucky and you send one email and you get a yes. And then other times you send 50 emails and you don't hear back at all. So, mm -hmm. you know, I wish that there was a, um, a general rule, but the fact of the matter is, is that it really just depends on how newsworthy, um, whatever it is that you're pitching is, um, I mean, timing is everything. And I think just whether or not it's, it's a cool story that people want to write about. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So when you think about Molly, like, you know, obviously your, your creative brilliance is you're, you're making these businesses newsworthy. You're helping them find what about their business is newsworthy and crafting the pitch angle and connecting them with the right people and, and getting the placements. But, you know, if, if, our business owners that are listening today are struggling to make the connection or to kind of understand the creative process of figuring out how to come up with newsworthy angles for their business. What are some steps that you would give them to take to try and kind of get that process started? Well, the first thing is that you really need to start reading. Um, you can't believe how many, um, you know, new clients I start working with and they'll say something like, I really want to be in real simple magazine. And, and, and they've literally haven't read real simple in a year. And, you know, and I have to say, well, actually, like they don't really do those types of stories. So I think it's right. about educating yourself and knowing, you know, whether you're doing this yourself or if you have a publicist, um, knowing in advance, like what's realistic for you. Um, and then also, I think it's just a matter of, um, I, I guess, so let me, let me give you a, a concrete example here. So, you know, we have a lot of lifestyle clients and some of them have television shows and, you know, books or, or whatever the case may be. But a lot of times we'll, we'll try to get to know them on a personal level and figure out like, okay, what else are they passionate about besides their business? Because many times that's where we have luck getting them press. So maybe it's, you know, I had a designer client who got a really great feature in a travel magazine that was their, you know, favorite picks for the Los Angeles Arts District. And so even though it, it wasn't a direct feature about their business, it was still about them. It talked about their business and it sort of set them as tastemakers. Um, and that's a lot of what we do. So 
a lot of times I'll ask new clients to show me their homes. Like, is your home magazine worthy? Because if so, that's a really great way to get press. Um, you know, magazines like House Beautiful, they do um, this beautiful tablescape feature every month. And I had a client that was able to do that and she owned a flower shop. And so I think it really is not to sound so cliche, but kind of thinking outside the box and thinking about things that you're passionate about that you could use as an angle that could also then open the gateway to talk about what you do for a living. I love that. So interesting. That That's fantastic. So, um, for you, what what are some of your favorite stories or your favorite kind of client experiences that you've had when people have made the investment to work with you to get publicity for their business? Like, do you have any any favorite success stories or favorite client journeys or transformations that you would want to share? Yeah, I actually do. So I worked with um, Rachel Hollis, who is a blogger. She has a blog called... Um, the chic site, I think is what it's called now. Um, but back in the day, this was years, years ago when she and I worked together, she had come to me because she had a television show. And so she, um, the, the television show ended up not really doing for her what she had hoped. And so we thought, well, let's just try to work together and see if there's a way that we can, you know, get you some press without having, the TV part of things. And so anyway, I ended up pitching her to traditional home magazine. Um, and it was for an entertaining feature. She owned an event planning company as well. And that ended up turning into her having a monthly feature with them for at least a year. In fact, it may have even been two years. And she worked hand in hand with the editor. And every single month, she was responsible for basically laying out this gorgeous tablescape. She had her own photo. It mentioned her name. I mean, it was incredible press. And so I feel like sometimes you just get super lucky. But I also was very specific when I pitched that editor and I had read multiple um features that she had written. And so that, that was a huge success. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. And so what do you, how would you compare kind of when, when someone's choosing between, for example, trying to get placements in a magazine versus trying to get placements on television versus placements maybe on radio, like how would you guide your clients in terms of knowing which medium is actually going to be most beneficial for them and where they should be putting their energy? Well, I think that, you know, these days it's an incredibly difficult to get print press. Um, unless like another success story of mine was that I got, um, my design client, they have a design firm and a store, um, and they themselves are these incredible tastemakers, um, here in Los Angeles. And I got their first design project in architectural digest That's and that awesome. was actually, and that was in print. And so, but you know, the person whose house they'd done was also very well known. And so that helped. Um, so I feel like with, with every single business, you, you kind of just have to look at, okay, is this more of like a, a local story? And obviously, even though everything's moving to online, I feel like everybody still loves to get that print piece because, you know, it just, it's just something fun to show. You know, like to be able to hold up a magazine and say like, oh my gosh, I'm in a magazine, but I don't really feel like print press is the thing that drives sales 
or necessarily is going to move the needle for your business. It's definitely more online now and it's definitely more niche. So funny enough, podcasts are one of the huge things that all of my clients want to do because it is so niche. Mm -hmm. So like I represent a chef and she had a book coming out. And so that was a huge strategy for us because the people that were listening to these podcasts really cared about healthy food. And that's what she does. Um, in terms of radio, I think it really just, you know, it kind of depends on the client. But I mean, typically radio, I mostly do with just my celebrity clients. Um, and, you know, obviously online is huge because there's that immediate click to either your website or click to purchase or whatever it is. And so I feel like, you know, online really is where it, where it's at, even though it may not seem quite as, you know, glamorous as yes, getting yes. Friends. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. But I, but I think you kind of have to take a step back sometimes and say like, well, you know, that's great that I was in this magazine, but the thing that's going to keep popping up is something that's searchable. You know, when people Google your name, what are they going to find? I mean, they're definitely not going to find that print piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that that makes total sense. So um, Molly, I know you've obviously done a lot on retainer in the past. Now you're doing more consulting and you're helping people like try and integrate this into their own businesses. So talk to me a little bit about kind of um, where your business is going, what you're most excited about that's going on in your company right now. Yeah, so I, um, I still most of my clients are still retainer based. And that's, and that's really how PR works. And you, you know, you're talking about at least a four to six month contract, sometimes longer, depending on the client. So what I noticed with so many smaller business owners is that they, they need help desperately with PR and figuring out how to reach the media, but they, they don't have the budget, you know, for five or $6,000 a month for six month contract. So I've started consulting, um, which can be done either in a one hour call, depending on how much you need or over the course of, you know, four calls. Um, and it's really like a one-on-one -on -one where you tell me what you need. And then we kind of figure out a strategy to make that happen. Um, and I've really enjoyed that a lot because essentially I kind of tell you what to do and then you go and do it. So there's obviously a lot of work and legwork on your end, but it's, it's a great, um, it's a great service for people who can't quite afford, um, or, or aren't necessarily ready to have a full-time publicist. Um, so yeah, that, and I mean, I think I'll always have the celebrity part of my business. That's definitely my background, but I am hugely passionate about design and hotels and I've sort of merged the two and I rep a really luxurious wellness uh, resort near San Diego. And so I'm looking to expand more into the hotel world because it just make, gives me great joy. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. so fun. That's, that's what's happening in that's my world. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, I mean, I think you got you gave so much value here, Molly, and I think you gave a lot of tips and pointers. And in particular, I think um, understanding what the medium that you're trying to get on is is already doing and what they're interested in, and taking the time to read or observe, watch, listen to whatever it is that you want to um, get your business featured in. Because I think that's a huge missing step that people skip over in the process that can misposition you. Um, so, thank you so much for everything that you shared. Um, let's talk to people a little bit about kind of how they can get in touch with you, what you have going on that they might want to um, take a look at or take advantage of that, that you have going on online right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, the consulting, I have a consulting form on my website and it's just um, sw-prshop.com. And then you can find me, I'm mostly on Instagram and my handle is at Molly TS because my last name is so difficult. (laughs) Um, But one last thing that I did want to say is because I think that a lot of times people are unclear of how to even find the people that are writing the stories. And I would say to that, to really utilize LinkedIn. Um, I think it's such an undervalued um, social media platform and you can find so many great contacts and send them a personalized note and really start building your network through that. That is such an awesome tip, and I'm so, so glad that you brought that up. I literally just recorded a podcast episode this morning about the power of LinkedIn for sales because my sales team uses it every single day, and and we get Mm -hmm. a very strong client population there. So it's interesting to hear you say that. Now, I know you already talked about the fact that you really want to look for the journalists, the freelance writers. Um, What other titles or types of people would you recommend that business owners or their teams be looking for to connect with in a meaningful way there if they're going to pursue, you know, coverage. This way. If you're talking about like television is something that I didn't really touch on at all, but especially on a local level, um, you know, segment producers are really who you want to befriend or just producers in general. And they're the ones that take the pitches. Um, so anybody like that, especially on a local level, which is where you really have to start with television. Um, you know, you just have to kind of, you just want to make sure that you're prepared if you're going to go on camera. Most of the time they want to see previous tapes. So it is kind of like that chicken and egg thing, but if you're good in front of the camera and that's something that you're passionate about, then it's the producers that you, you definitely want to meet. Um, And I would say, you know, another great way of finding out opportunities is to look to see who your competitors, like where are they getting covered? And I never want people to to feel bad, you know, that they're comparing themselves to other people. But I think it has to be the way that you really start doing the research, um, because otherwise it's just kind of impossible. No, you know, who's covering this or, you know, who would even be interested in me? Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And that is great, great advice. So thank you so, so much. Any other parting words of advice, Molly, that you want to give to our listeners here today? Well, I think the the biggest advice that I can give, especially if you're going to pitch yourself, is to remember that nobody has time to read a two-page email. Mm-hmm. You've got to master the art of getting your point across and making a huge impact in like two short paragraphs or even less. And it's a huge challenge. And I've been doing this for so long, but I think that's a huge mistake that people make is thinking that like, oh my God, I've got to give them all this information when really you've got to hook them from like the first sentence. Yes. I love that. So true. So, so true. Yeah. No, great advice. I mean, we could talk for hours. I want to respect your time, but this has been amazing. And I definitely think let's give people the link to the forum on your website one more time, Molly, because I'm sure there's some listeners that could use some help and guidance here. Yes, it is sw-prshop.com. And then you can just click on the consulting tab. Awesome. Awesome. Molly, you were great today. I so appreciate all the value that you shared and having here on the show. Thank you so much for having me. You got it. All right. To all my listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio, thank you guys so, so much for being here. 
Wait, before you put down your phone, one more thing. When you're ready to build an unstoppable business around a life you absolutely love, text in the word IGNITE to 44222. All you have to do is minimize the screen and text in the word IGNITE to 44222 to schedule a free consultation with me to learn how you can switch your business into high gear, rapid growth, and high profitability fast. Text in IGNITE to 44222.